Welcome to the Tales of Adventure podcast. Tales of Adventure is an improvised Dungeons and Dragons show performed live in front of an audience at the Bristol Improv Theatre. We follow the amusing and often absurd adventures of Bagsy Badley, Trim Tosscobble, the Reverend Hatchet, and Jeffrey Banjo as they haphazardly muddle their way through a world full of magic, mystery, and mischief. Barrier Peaks Performance, Part 1. Since the dawn of time, people have told stories of great heroes and terrible villains. I'm going to drop character very briefly. It wasn't since the dawn of time. That's silly. People weren't around then. It's too too early. It's mostly gas. (laughs) Since sometime after the dawn of time, people have told stories of great heroes, terrible villains. Since the 1970s, People have used role-playing games to step into the shoes of these dynamic characters, escaping into worlds of fantasy where wizards and warriors, orcs and elves, and even, dare I say, dragons and dungeons take center stage. Tonight's story is just one of many such tales of adventure! These are our protagonists. I don't call them heroes anymore. <laughs> Jeffrey Banjo, half-elf bard. Well, everybody, thank you. Always the quietest of the cheers. So, <laughs> that's my face. Um, I'm half-elf bard, and I've, last season I spent a, a vast majority of the season actually in an extra-dimensional sphere. Um, completely naked, unable to move. So I did a lot of thinking. Uh, wrote a rap, chatted to my dad for a little bit, and uh, really came to the conclusion, you know how you sort of come to a conclusion in moments like this, that my life, I really need to do more pranks. <laughs> so so uh, actually, well, uh, since, the, since the end of the last season, I've uh, sneakily stolen Bagsy's cloak. She doesn't know this. <laughs> sneakily stolen Bagsy's cloak and had it embroidered on the back that says, the dragon bard is my hero. <laughs> She's currently wearing it and has absolutely no idea. <laughs> Classic prank. <laughs> uh, we also have Reverend Hatchet. Human, question mark, druids. Hello, good evening. Uh, so uh, during the last series, for plot-related reasons, uh, I summoned a, a magical octopus. Um, this octopus uh, kind of hung around. Um, he, he's a ninth-level monk, so actually he's pretty badass. Um, um, so, um, so, so John and I... <laughs> Uh, Big John, Big John and I, we've been learning, we've done fetch, um, we've done go for the face, that's a favourite of his. Um, yeah, we're, we're very close now, John John kind of comes everywhere with me, he rides on my shoulder like a kind of octo-parrot. Uh, for the benefit of any marine biologists in the audience who are saying that it's demeaning to teach a creature as intelligent as an octopus, so basic a game as fetch, you are correct, but as part of... 
the same uh, grab bag of magical nonsense that gave uh, the octopus nine levels of monk, it also reduced its intelligence to that of a dog. This is, <laughs> this is consistent with the canon. Uh, <laughs> Uh, tragically not appearing in this episode but still is around somewhere presumably hiding is Trim Toscobble half halfling half goblin barbarian slash rogue slash warlock (laughs) she's been busy Uh, and last but by no means least is Bagsy Badly half orc paladin can I get a whoop <laughs> oh, you did it. How nice. <laughs> um, hi, guys. I'm Bagsy Badly. Uh, I'm a bit of a MILF. Uh, a, a mother you'd like to fight. That's and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's spelt MILF with two Fs. <laughs> um, and uh, I've I've been taking up some hobbies. I've been um, whittling, um, doing decoupage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I, I, have, I have a question. What is decoupage? Um, it is cutting paper into pretty patterns and gluing it on things. Like collage? Like a collage, but with paper and glass. It's, it's really relaxing. And then, <laughs> and then I find it really helpful um, when in a bar brawl, you can just shove it in someone's jaw. <laughs> Good. Moving swiftly on. Uh, Not player characters in the traditional sense of the word, but attached loosely to the party, we also have, as well as John the Octopus, not Jerk the Goblin Wizards. Woo! Uh, Slightly larger cheer than Jeffrey, but only just. Some brand. Uh, And of course, doing sterling work on the live illustrations, Graham Johnson! But wait, I hear you cry. There's an empty chair and you set up a microphone. John. You're right. We do have a special guest star for that, this episode. Please welcome John Gallagher Portero. Very uncomfortable standing there for so long. <laughs> She made my intro longer because I knew you were there. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> uh, John will be playing a very important character in tonight's story, uh, but we won't introduce him yet for reasons of suspense. Ooh. Ooh. It's amazing how you can create suspense by saying that there will be suspense. Uh, <clears throat> uh, tonight's, sorry, no, this season even, season nine. Ooh. Who would have thought that we would get this far and A, have kept count? Is uh, the classic 1980 Dungeons and Dragons module, uh, special dungeon module number three. (laughs) (laughs) Expedition to the Barrier Peaks. Uh, And tonight's episode, episode one, is called Barrier Peaks Performance. Normally the titles aren't funny until later in the episode. This one doesn't get any funnier than that. (laughs) Uh, So that's a great start. Seven days north of the grand city of Silver Crown lie the barrier peaks themselves. They are mountains. Uh, They lie on the border between (laughs) 
the nation state of Silver Crown and its neighbor to the north, which is called, uh, anyone, uh, name of a country? Holland. Holland. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, just north of the Barrier Peaks lies Holland. <laughs> It's very flat compared to the peaks. It's very, it's very flat compared to the mountains, yes. Uh, it's very wet. Uh, they've got a lot of uh, water wizards. Strong trades with uh, the elemental plane of water. Mm. 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 You may be asking, what do you trade with the elemental plane of water? Water <laughs> is what you get from them. Uh, and you give them, presumably, things that you can put into water to make it better than water. Yeah, like yeah, like uh, rubber ducks, soup, <laughs> tea, instant coffee, <laughs> bath bombs. Yeah, legit. Uh, and <laughs> it is towards these barrier peaks which our brave heroes, no, protagonists, I'm sorry, have been journeying these last seven days. For seven days ago it was that a star fell from the heavens and was observed by many, pr predominantly astronomers, uh, to crash in the barrier peaks. This caused quite a lot of stir amongst the populace because, as everyone knows, fallen stars are either A, magical, B, cool, uh, or C, deadly. And all of those are things that everyone is very interested in. In the lead of several groups all vying for this fallen star are our protagonists. You've been on the road for seven days, guys. This is uh, apart from uh, Mr. John Gallagher Portero, who has not yet appeared. Don't worry. Whoa. He will. He will. He will. He will. <laughs> How's the journey been going? It'd be great if he just didn't appear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pulling, I'll just be pulling faces the entire throughout episode. the entire thing. That's day. quite rude. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be really funny though, wouldn't it? Uh, so what's been happening then? We've just been, that's we've just what been I'm asking you, yeah. Trim's not with us? Uh, Trim is with you. She's oh, okay. just, you know, she's quite. very distracted and uh, won't contribute to <laughs> conversations, fights, traversing any dangerous obstacles. <laughs> but she will still be taking 25% of the loot. <laughs> It's uh, in the contract. How have we Sorry. been travelling? Have we got? Uh, are we walking? Have we got a little cart? Uh, you tell me. Did you buy a cart? You're yeah. very rich. I am incredibly rich, <laughs> um, but but have no real interest in money. Uh, I keep trying to offer it to to Jeffrey. Are you uh, just carrying around these gems in a sack? Um, pff, not even know. that. In just like it, the holes in his trousers, uh, just and they keep falling around. down, and I have to keep picking them up. <laughs> and giving them back. Um, he he says he doesn't need them. He says he can make a success on his own. <laughs> I I keep offering. Um, yeah. Oh, so we've got a little cart. Um, we've got a couple of horses. Pull in the cart. I mean, it'd be weird to have a cart and then and then just horses. Uh, so I've just been driving the cart, kind of talking to the horses. Uh huh. Um, I've been uh, doing decoupage <laughs> in the car. <laughs> Great, <laughs> love it. I've been uh, so uh, like <coughs> in the in the last place. I bought a uh, like a three-necked banjo because two wasn't enough. Uh, and I've been trying to teach John the octopus to play the three-necked banjo. Wouldn't that be quite hard? Because he doesn't have anything like that can pluck the strings. Like a tentacle isn't very like a strong plucker. He could use his beak. 
<laughs> I, also, I also got some plectrums. <laughs> <laughs> and and I've been calling John the uh, John the Rocktopus. <laughs> Great, good. Um, for moral support, he is terrible. Not as bad as Jeffrey, but um, pretty pretty. Does awful. have the intelligence of a of a dog. Yeah. Yes. If you gave a dog a banjo. Yeah. Imagine that, but with with more arms. <laughs> yeah, he's getting there. <laughs> he's, the thing is, he's undeniably he's got rhythm. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's just it's just like innate, natural. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I can I can just I can tell. You know, when, um, when you're a bard, you can just tell these things. And John the octopus has got a rhythm. Because because we've been travelling for seven days, usually we stay in like inns and um, we'll have our own rooms and a bit of time away from each other. But uh-huh. we have gone completely mad uh, in each other's company, and mm. um, I've done some whittling and just you know maybe a little stab in the knee. Not yet. <laughs> Depends how much they annoy me. I'm oh, sorry, I'm not. I'm not clear. Is this state of threatened violence supposed to be different from the status quo? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Um. So. Uh, we're, we're all getting on each other's nerves a bit. Yeah. Hey, hey, re- Reverend. Yeah. You seen the? You seen the back of Bags's cloak? <laughs> 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 I had, I had to explain the joke to the horses, but they really liked it. <laughs> Classic prank, right? Uh, so it's it's at this point, as you have a little giggle about uh, Bagsy's cloak, uh, that the guide you've hired to take you <coughs> to the notoriously treacherous Barrier Peaks, uh, whose name apparently is Genuine Peril. <laughs> 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 That's not an omen. <laughs> Holds up his hand for you to halt. <laughs> Comrades, I can go no further. For though my name is Genuine Peril, I have <laughs> no stomach for Genuine Peril. <laughs> From the map that these astronomers gave me back in town, I can tell you that whenever that star of yours fell, it's just over this plot-significant rise. Jenny, are you... <laughs> Jenny, you're saying you're not coming any further with us. I'm saying I, 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 I may come no further. Oh, what, you're just going to stay here? Or yes. are you going to go back? No, I will, I will wait here. Whatever doom awaits you over that rise, face it, and then if any of you survive, come back here, we'll meet up, uh, we'll, maybe a debrief, <laughs> and then we'll go home. Out of interest, Yes. was there a reason you said doom and not stuff or things? Well, you see, I've been working as a guide to the local countryside for adventurers of your type for 20 years. And you begin to notice patterns Mm -hmm. over the course of 20 years. And most of the time, when I guide people to a place, Mm -hmm. something horrible happens. I'm really glad that hasn't hindered your business of taking <laughs> people. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's actually a nickname, my name, Genuine Peril, because my motto yeah. is, at the first sign of Genuine Peril, leave. <laughs> well, it's been lovely getting to know you, Genuine Peril. I hope your aunt feels better. Um, <laughs> she will appreciate the concern. Yeah. She would probably even more appreciate if you used your divinely granted magical powers... 
to cure her of her diseases, as I know you are capable. Okay, bye! Um. <laughs> whip the horses, quick. Yeah. Oh, bye, Jody! Goodbye, farewell. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. I don't know why I said it like that. Yeah, the, ho- <laughs> the horses are quite slow. We're kind yeah. of trundling. Yeah. <laughs> At a walking yeah. pace. You trundle over the rise, surrounded on either side by the rocky terrain of the mountains that we're in, but I haven't really talked about very much. They're mountains. You know, what do you, what do you want? They got rocks. There's maybe snow. I don't know. Any it's foliage? There's no brass. <laughs> <laughs> what a so sad... Categorically no brass. <laughs> sad wasteland this is. Bra- but brass as you down. crest the rise, who's in the lead, by the way? Are you, are you driving the horses, uh, Reverend? Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm kind of on the, on the front seat with, with the horses. I mean, the horses are not on the front seat. <laughs> <laughs> the horses are very much in front of the front seats. Correct. Good, 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 good. As long as we know. Uh, so, as you crest the rise, you are the first to see the lay of the land as it lies before you. Well, the horses did see first. Let's yeah. give them some credit. <laughs> the horses have no interest in the lay of the land. The horses mostly have interest in carrots and sugar lumps. Yeah, they are bad at I spy. And bad. And those are terrible names. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you carrots, can whoa, see that before you, <laughs> the rocky trail goes down into a little small depression surrounded on all sides by high rocky crags. To the right, there is a strange, flat, metal surface kind of just poking out of the rocks in a sort of a curve. It is dominated by a large archway of weird, almost featureless design. You've never seen anything quite like it. The trail continues down and past this doorway and up another similar-looking rise. And indeed, at the top of that similar-looking rise, across from you, perhaps having travelled from the far side of the barrier peaks in Holland, (laughs) you can see the unmistakable shape of a band of other adventurers. At their head, you can see a small figure, about four feet tall. He looks like... uh, Go for it. John, describe yourself. Because I've just been writing down all the information you've been giving me. Octopus. Yep. So you can... uh, John, you you can see a cart. Okay. (laughs) What, What do you look like? Oh, I describe yeah. myself? Yeah, describe yourself. Well, I have this hat on. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a wizard's I, hat for the benefit wiz- of the podcast listeners. I have a wizard's hat on. Uh, I am, uh, I've got this really long uh, brownish gingerish beard that goes down to my belly button. Um, and I've got uh, this... The, no? Can people see where your belly button is? <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm wearing a waistcoat, but it's open. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those trolls from the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and I'm wearing like these really, really long trousers. Uh, these, they're sort of like, um, they're like clown trousers, the ones that you can, it's, it's basically my legs are like three foot and then the, the other one foot is my body and my head. 
<laughs> so my legs are massively tall, and my body and head are like one feet between the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> we will wait for applause. <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> this is a really good illustration. <laughs> Just in case anyone was. Uh, um, Eddie, Eddie, no, I think yeah. that's it. I think I'm All good right, with I that. I'm good with that. Um, <laughs> and I look, I, I look beyond, and I, uh, I sort of look down on them, uh, on, on on the little cart. And I have uh, my eyebrow sort of one eyebrow goes up, and the other one stays down below. And I give him a little smirk, <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> You're about sixty foot away down the trail <laughs> at this point. I don't know that they're gonna get the. I'm doing it mainly the... for myself. Okay. Uh, is he? Is that guy? Is he smirking? Is he smirking? Is that a smirk? <coughs> is he a smirker? I don't know. I can't see anything, but I can detect a smirk from over 60 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> and my smirky senses are tingling. Oh. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whip the horses forwards and I'm going to trundle on down <laughs> towards this mysterious archway door metal type thing. Mm. It looks like that these cart people are trying to get there ahead of you. What are you going to do, John? Uh, I'm going to ride on my pony. <laughs> okay, no, he was on a pony. <coughs> I'm on, I, I can be on a, I can... Uh, you can, can be on a pony. Can I be on a pony? Yes. I'm, gonna, I'm on a pony. Uh, I'm going to ride on my pony. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello! That's my, my, my legs are longer than the pony's whole body. So my legs are sort of like dangling on either side of it, just being dragged. But you can't feel that. Uh, you can't feel your legs. No, I can't feel it. No, I can't feel it. I'm, 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 I'm fine with it. Uh, and then uh, I sort of, with my smirk, uh, I, sort of, uh, I sort of smack my pony. No, I can't smack my pony. Um, I sort of, uh, I sort of go, here! Uh, and the pony starts to gallop down, uh, going a little bit faster than the rest of them. Okay, so uh, you, uh, because uh, arbitrarily, horses and carts move at the same speed as ponies. Uh, you Even both with all our stuff? Yeah. It, well, we've got very strong horses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, horses are strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why you, that's, yeah, that's why them, you, yeah, yeah, that's why you use them to and pull. Not lizards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a I mean, you could, wrong car you is could use it. It would have to be a big lizard. Oh yeah, they they live here too. I, I mean, they might. Who knows what it's like in Holland? <laughs> uh, but you 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 arrive outside this curious metal wall cliff thing. It's a bit odd looking. Uh, at the same time, you pull up in your carts just as the, as, the, as the pony rides up and you find yourselves facing each other. Um, hello? Hello, adventurers. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? Yeah. What are you three bozos and maybe a fourth doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Trim Toscobble is in the back of the cart sleeping. Oh. This is my booty. You can leave now that I'm here. See this on my shirt? It's not ketchup, it's blood. <laughs> <laughs> 
from <laughs> someone who wronged me. <laughs> that, I'm glad you answered that. That was my first question. Is that ketchup or blood? I thought I saw you looking at it. Um, it is blood. Um, oh, by the way, I'm Bagsy. It's really nice to meet you. Hmm. Hello, Bagsy. <laughs> and what about you two bozos? I'd just be like, uh, John, just just put it down for a second. <laughs> you, uh, I've got to deal with something here. So and, uh, I get up and be like, you look, uh, you, you some kind of, uh, some kind of treasure hunter? Some, some kind of star hunter? Some kind of star walker? What, what, what's your deal? <laughs> what's your deal? What's going on? A treasure hunter? Yeah. Me? Yeah. It, no, no, no. You're standing right next to one of the best adventurers this world has ever seen. The name is... <laughs> <laughs> Malford Higgledy-Stain. Do you, do you always have to get that little bit of parchment out of your pocket to... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I have days like that. I mean, we've all you know we've all been there, right? Right. right? right. You just you're just adventuring so much that you forget your own name. Sometimes you just get given so many names like warlord and cool dude and uh, have have my babies. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've had that all them. Yeah. This yeah. guy gets it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Behind Mouthford. Uh, more adventurers have arrived. The people that he left behind by galloping on his pony. Are we doing a round of introductions, boss? Yes, yes. There, you see, there's only three of you and one sleeping, but I've got a whole garrison of team of my team. I uh, let me introduce them all. Um, <laughs> I, there's like a cart, and then uh, like a little stage pops up, um, and a curtain. A curtain happens, and then <laughs> <laughs> just one happens. by one, they all start going down like a fashion show. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, uh, Trevor, Trevor Goldblobum. Trevor Goldblobum steps out. <laughs> He's a tough dwarf with uh, take-no-nonsense attitudes. <laughs> he fights with an axe. And he's got your backs. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I mean, uh, there's, there's, there's a whole bucket full of these. You don't have to. I don't have to. I don't have you to. Can, you can just I, read those out. I don't have to say the real names that I've been, I've had prepared. <laughs> no, I'm <not> <laughs> <the> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, if you really want to, you can. But I feel like the audience <laughs> likes it when we use the things that we asked them for. That is. <laughs> I was unaware, um, audience members. I apologise. And here are your names. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkles, mug, spark, spark. Uh, uh, Come on down. <laughs> the biggest, toughest, meanest looking man you've ever seen in your life steps out from behind the curtain. He is wearing glittery pink chainmail and carries three whips. <laughs> <laughs> one in each hand and one in his mouth. <laughs> Jeffrey what? feels like this is going to go on for a little while, so he's going to get his, uh, his normal banjo out and just start playing some entrance music. Um, what was that guy's name again? Which one? Uh, the glittery guy. Sparkles. Sparkles. Oh, uh, the Sparkles Muck Spark Spark? Yeah, is he single? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Are you interested in having a good time with Spark? <laughs> <laughs> Sparkles, b- Spark, Spark. He refers to himself in the third person, yeah. I should add. That, that would normally put me off, but um, he's got free whips, so I just go... Would you, you like one of my whips? You won't have to make that noise oh my yourself God. Yes, with your I mouth. Yes, I would love one you of your whips. You wonder briefly how he's talking <laughs> with a whip in his mouth. Um. But it doesn't seem to be important. I'll, I'll take your mouth whip. <laughs> um, and I take it. I've got a sparkly whip now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just take sparkly aside and I'm like, you come on, dude, you have to be more confident than this. Like, just... <laughs> We've, we've worked on this. He, he's so mean looking, but he's got a heart of gold. But Mouthford, I, ju- I just feel like I can't be mean to people. Just, 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 just go back. Just practice, practice right, the I'm warm-up exercises we've done. Like, I'm just sorry. Just go back. Uh, and, then, and then I usher him away and I introduce somebody else. Uh, you don't have to introduce the whole gang. Some of them can remain nameless until we need them. If you want, you can do them all. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do them all? Do we, do we want them all? <laughs> I'll, I'll do them very quickly. Go on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Indiana Jones, but afraid of aliens. Doctor, do fuck all. And that's my team. <laughs> Great. Uh, so that's the team. That's the entrance music over with. Uh, now you're just standing. Awkwardly. Listen to me, adventurers. Old Stain here has been adventuring for generations. Okay? You call this, you is, this is my booty. Now off you go. Me and the boys will take over. Um, me and Sparkles are making out. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkles, damn it! Get some self-confidence in you. Come on. He's so tender. Oh, I, looks like it might not be self-confidence that goes in him, but something is. Oh. <laughs> uh, maybe he just needs to get laid. I'm, f- I'm fine with this. <laughs> Well, it appears that we're going to, to be spending some time together. <laughs> yeah, me and Sparkles have been talking, and we think what's really important now is maybe like a merger. A merger? A merger. Suddenly, your very important chats are disturbed by a strange grinding clang. Like a grrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
with magic. Oh, okay. I mean, it's it's normal. <laughs> it's fine. I fight like, like boom. Just, gonna say that, that that could hurt you yeah <laughs> i know it's, no, it's fine it is fine though so i've got a, i've got a, a ball of uh, fire in my hand just gonna wave it around a bit uh so uh, uh those of you who can see in the dark can see that this corridor uh, extends forwards for 30 feet before opening into a metal room about 18 foot deep and 20 foot wide with a curving rear wall yeah. uh, before we go into this corridor uh let's just I'm fine with a merger. Maybe it's good to have some new people to come along on my adventure. <laughs> what are, just before we continue, the, what, what, are you, what are your names? I don't know oh. them. You're, I know Bagsy, you said your name. Yeah. Your names? Uh, my name's Jeffrey Banjo. Nice to meet you, Mr. Banjo. Okay, the Dragon Bard. Okay. <laughs> Detective Banjo. <laughs> Sparky McSparksparks breaks off the kiss with Bagsay and says, Oh my God, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I turn the around. The Jeffrey Ban... Wait a minute, that doesn't dog. say Dragon Bards. <laughs> no, th- there was a mix-up at the tailors, uh, and it actually says Dog and Brad, but, <laughs> but that's, that's actually what it means. Uh, anyway, this is, this is something for Detective Banjo, anyway, and I put on my... Detective hat, Deerstalker, and uh, why, my magnifying glass. Why a Deerstalker? Who are you imitating? There's a very famous play where I'm from in the Middlelands uh, about a detective that wears a Deerstalker. What's the play called? It's called Adventure Stalker. <laughs> um, oh what? dear, Adventure Stalker. <laughs> What's the detective in it called? Deerstalker. <laughs> Not Sherlock Gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> hey. That's way better. Yeah. <laughs> I have a very, very important question. Yes. Is Sparkles impressed by Jeffrey? No. Oh, thank God, because otherwise that would have really lost my... And, uh, well, and I, I am the Reverend Hatchet. Just, uh, <clears throat> thank you, that was a nice, easy answer. Yeah. Um, and this, <laughs> this unconscious... Um, little Lynn is trim. Oh, um, don't oh. wake her. She's, she's had a rough time. Well, adventurers, come along with Mouthford. Higgledy. I've already walked in. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 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 ah, let's go. Um, I I walk to yeah. I walk to the end of the corridor. Uh, it's okay, so uh, is everyone following? Yeah, following Jeffrey. Yeah. I've still got my pony as well. So I'm, I'm just still g- riding on this just pony. Just going to time snap this. We're 30 minutes in and you've walked into the first door. <laughs> in case anyone was wondering uh, how this bodes for the completion of the module by the end of the season, uh, there are six levels in this dungeon and on the first level there are approximately 120 doors. Uh, so I think we should be finished with this dungeon by season 30. Uh, as you walk down the corridor, it's, I mean, there's not a lot to see. The walls are smooth metal. It's dark in here. There's no dust or kind of grime or kind of like rubble. Quite often when you go into a dungeon, mm. there's like little bits and pieces of stuff, like, you know, dead mice. People uh, debris. Li- yeah, people, yeah, people, de- people debris? <laughs> people yeah. debris. Do you mean bones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The debris of people. Like human flotsam and jetsam. <laughs> <laughs> Nick knacks of 
backs and sacks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they've kept the place nice. Yeah. S- sometimes an unusually unlo- large lizard. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Oh look, another a shiny wall. Oh. Yeah, I was about to say, am I picking anything up with the magnifying glass? You're you approaching the curvy wall. Yeah. Mm. As you approach the curvy wall and lean close to it, it slides upwards into the ceiling, vanishing from view. And you can see before you a larger chamber. This one, oh. 60 foot by 60 foot. In the center, a strange cylinder rises from floor to ceiling. There's an opening on each side, so you can kind of like see through it. There are what looks like the openings of corridors off to the left and to the right, and as you can see through the tube, straight ahead of you. Uh, I've seen. Who's at the rear of the marching order? I'm at the front. You're at the. I'm. I'm at the rear. So (laughs) you, just as you cross the thresholds of the door, suddenly hear the faintest of hisses, and as you turn, you see that the door has closed behind you. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Don't want to let a draft in. Yeah, yeah. So wait, th- so the... So is it just oh, one four now? So one side of the corridor has slid up. Guys, yes. I think we are trapped. Th- there's a corridor to the left, into what? the centre, yes, the right. Yeah, there's corridors to the left, right, no. to the right, to and the straight ahead. There's many, many, many rooms yes. that um, we can't go back the way we came. Adventurers, I've, uh, I've been here before. The uh, not in this, wait, not in this place. Oh. No, not in this place. Oh, right. But well, I was about to say, yes, no, 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 shit no. adventurer, then, isn't it? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but of all Just my going time... going back to old places. Of all my time adventuring, I know exactly what to do. Tell we us, What's Stain. That? We go left. Okay. <laughs> Lefty left. Um, I, I go to the side and I do, <laughs> do that. To the, to, to the left, you say, are you going first, Malford? Yes, I take my pony and I go forward to the left. Bring your pony with you? Yes, I brought my pony with me. He goes with me everywhere. My legs are still sort of <laughs> going to the side. Um, I, uh, I, I was at the back, but I kind of I caught up with them. I've, I've been poking his legs with a stick. Uh-huh. He's, he's not been, he's not been he's not paying no, any no, he's not attention. Noticed. No, he hasn't no. noticed. That <laughs> are, you, are you telling us this? Or yeah. Is that, okay. I, and I'm, I'm like mouthing like, I think they're fake legs. <laughs> Don't be rude. <laughs> We've just met him. <laughs> He's poking people's legs. Uh, H- so has he got off his pony at any point? No. no. Okay. In the light of Reverend Hatchet's flickering hand, <laughs> you approach the entrance to the corridor to the left. You can see that it extends for some 70 feet off into the distance, which is just far enough that I don't have to describe what's at the end of it. <laughs> because of your dark vision having a 60-foot range. Uh, I'm going to throw the ball of Wha- hand. There's b- ball of hand? The what? It's a ball of hands. Oh, it's hands. So alarmed It's not I. your hands that are fake. <laughs> oh, but I, what I thought was in my hand, I'm going to throw it down the corridor Okay. to illuminate the far end. You throw it down the corridor and you reveal in the illumination that this is another smooth metal corridor, about 10 foot by 10 foot uh, and 70 foot long. There are three doors down the right-hand side of the corridor, or at least 
you think they're doors. There's like doorways, but then instead of like having a handle or anything, it's just a it's just a sheet of metal. Ah. It's a bit weird. Like a like a metal cave. Yeah. Cool. Um how sh- I love how that you're drawing a map again. How shiny is this metal? Uh it's sort of like uh like like chrome but with a matte finish. Okay, so I can't it's see like my reflection in that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's shiny enough that it's like ooh shiny, but not so shiny that you're like ah, I can't see. But c- can I see my reflection? No. Okay, fine. Well, you c- you can see like a hazy outline reflection. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> and th- there there was more. Okay. Uh, at the far end of the corridor, it turns to the right and narrows to only 10 foot across. I described it as 10 foot across, but I was wrong. It's 20 foot across because these squares are 10 foot squares on this map. <laughs> the 80s was weird. 10 foot squares? <laughs> just, some of them are hexes. I don't like it. Uh, w- there's another door at the very end of the corridor uh, and you can't see round corners, so I'm not going to describe that. Um, just in front of you, uh, on the floor, there's uh, some debris, actually. The first debris you've seen. Oh. Human debris. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's some like little bits of rag, uh, like, you know, small bits of cloth. Uh, there's some bones, uh, which here are described as of various creatures. So I'm going to say no people bones. Uh, there is, uh, th- there's some, it looks like, I don't know, maybe like someone's torn up some vegetables as well. Like, you know when you, like, like t- tear a pumpkin to bits and there's, like, little yeah. sections of pumpkin with her in it? It's like that. So And this is all just in a pile? It's sort of, like, like strewn about. Uh, just just in front of you, the first kind of, like, 20 foot are kind of, like, strewn with some, like, so litter. I'm going to have a little look with the old uh, magnifying glass. And You're going to approach. Look up and see if there's, like, a hole. Okay, so first of all, uh, as you approach and you look on the floor, uh, you can also see... Oh, hang on a minute. Do I get advantage because of magnifying glass? <laughs> no. Why would you That's get advantage because of magnifying glass? I'm a detective. It's <laughs> not how it works. If you wanted to play a detective and get advantage on investigation checks just because you're a detective, you should have played an inquisitive rogue. There's a specific thing for that. Uh, you do find, in amongst the mess, you find, Jeffrey, uh, something that is a bit weird. It's, it looks... What? <laughs> what? Could be anything. <laughs> I'm setting the scene for me to describe it. Oh, but but okay. it couldn't be anything normal because it's weird. So that does narrow out. Yeah. <laughs> you would, you would, you would probably describe it, Jeffrey, as like a, a little rectangular panel of stained Ooh. glass. Oh. Ooh. All right. It's about like maybe inch and a half by three inches. So it's and br- uh, it's bright purple. And the rest of it's violet. Just General crap. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. This, wha- this one thing is the only thing that looks as though it's been made. Everything else is like scraps or like husks or like bones. And this is like a, a, a just a just little rectangular okay. thingy. It's it's about like maybe a ha- half a centimeter thick. I'm gonna summon Gary, my mage hand, uh-huh. and uh, pick up said glass. Lazy. <laughs> I don't want it. It's all it's, it's all minging. <laughs> okay, Gary. Gary picks it up without incident. Nothing. Nothing happens there. Okay. Uh, what is everyone else doing while Jeffrey is crouching um, down in this trash? Where's Where's the nearest door? Uh, the nearest door is about. Uh, it's immediately on your right. Oh, I'm gonna go in there. In the corridor. You're gonna. <laughs> well, so the door is. Uh, it's It's just a featureless 
metal panel? How do you how do you try? Um, so first to do the um, shave and a haircut. The there is no answer. I was hoping for this. No. Um, I uh, I uh, kick it really hard. There is a loud clang. Ow. Um. Uh, do you do you want to look around it a bit, or are you just going to yeah, keep on? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll look. Um, so are there, there is um, hinges. There is like a little next to the doorway. There's a little thing on the wall, like a little rectangle that's got a little slot in it. Oh, a little slot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little slot. Um, it's <laughs> 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 not, not sure I'm massive. Um, <laughs> um, a little. It looks like, is it the same size as that tiny bit of glassy thingy that... You um, wouldn't know. You've not looked at the tiny bit of glass, but that's a pretty good guess. <laughs> Jeffrey, I've seen you rummaging. Yeah. Um, what are you up to? As you wander over, uh, the fact that Jeffrey didn't get around to looking at the ceiling strikes you as having been a bad idea. Uh, as everyone else suddenly sees what looks like a blanket drop on Bagsy and Jeffrey from above. No. And it's time for initiative. Oh, uh, oh Jeffrey and Bagsy do very badly. Uh, oh, sorry, Mouthford, so do you. What? <laughs> uh, Reverend Hatchet, you're first up. Uh, what? What has happened? A sheet has dropped. It looks. It looks just as though a sheet has dropped over. Uh, well, I'm going to go and try and grab the edge of the sheet and whip it off them like a waiter at a table in a weird restaurant. <laughs> uh, with a roll of a natural one, the sheet resists you strangely. It's got a weird kind of like rubbery quality to it. It's kind of... Uh, it's weird. Uh, next up is Jeffrey Banjo. Um, well, you are I'm underneath what feels like a rubbery tablecloth with teeth. Ooh. You can't with breathe, teeth? you can't see, and you're being like smushed into bagsy. Like, not like enough to hurt, but like as though you're being vacuum packed. Oh, okay. Um, right. First thing I'm going to ask is uh, for you to make a constitution saving throw. That's fair. I got loads of that. You, to you bollocks. <laughs> You have failed a constitution saving throw and you are one round closer to being smothered to death. That's f can I do anything or, or yeah. is that it? Okay. Um, I'm g with my insane strength, I'm going to try and break free. <laughs> <laughs> Your strength strength modifier is minus one. Yep. He doesn't know that though, does he? He thinks he's, <laughs> he thinks he's well strong. Who? The Jeffrey. Jeffrey thinks he's strong. So uh, the, the blankets... Uh, ah! has rolled a natural 20. <laughs> you do not struggle free. That's if anything, good. you look like an adorable child wearing a Halloween ghost costume, <laughs> but not doing very well with it and struggling in a cute fashion. Okay. Mouthwood. That's me. It is you. Um, uh, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty intelligent guy. Uh, is it, can I use, uh, no, I will. I will use investigation to sort of try and figure out if this is an animal. Or if this oh, is a sure, yeah, okay. Uh, I like that you're not quite sure if we're uh, in danger or not. You're just going to have a... This, have is, a this is a normal Monday for Malford. 
Just another mouth foot That's when I start humming. So uh, <laughs> with, a, with a roll of a 19, you are absolutely certain that this is a creature because of the way that it's writhing uh, independently of mm. uh, the pathetic attempts to escape out from underneath it. Very and it's kind of like rubbery and constricting Ooh. and... Ugh. Yes. Um, uh, I will use Hold Monster if that does anything. Oh, it might do. Uh, your spell save DC is 17. Uh, and this... Monster because it's from the 1980s doesn't have any saves listed because <laughs> it's not how it worked back then. But I'm gonna I'm gonna make it up. Oh no! Did somebody pass me that dice back? What was it? Ah, uh, sorry, dude. <laughs> oh, is that bad? <laughs> oh, it means your spell failed to take effect. <laughs> oh, whatever bollocks. this creature is, it's strange and bizarre. Biology resists your hold monster spell. Oh no! Backs it badly. Well, normally I would just <laughs> cut my way out. Uh-huh. Um, but... Uh, you also fail your constitution save, oh. by the way. You are also close to smothering. Um, I've got loads of things to, like, say. I've got daggers. I've got free knives for killing. But... Yes. I think I might try and dissolve my way out with some basculus powder <laughs> that I'll just rub on it. Just a lovely... <laughs> Wait a minute. So just to clarify, you are currently in skin-to-skin -skin contact with this thing and you want to rub it with basilisk powder... Yeah, I mean, I can heal myself, so That's whatever. I, I mean, that is technically true. I don't know how to... Okay, uh, so <laughs> that you managed to wrestle free your basilisk powder from your belt pouch and kind of sort of like open it, but then you can't like kind of like get in it to rub it because it's kind of like... Is it properly vacuum packing? It's us? sort of, yeah. You think you can like smush the powder into it? Yeah. And there's a kind of like a weird kind of like thrashing convulsion in the creature. Uh, but it's not dead. No, I just want to dissolve my way out. Well, we'll see how that goes next round. Oh. Uh, Reverend Hatchet. Um, I am going to summon a flame blade. <laughs> I, I am imagining it looks really cool with your flame hands. <laughs> flaming hands, flaming bits. So it's a big, big sword uh -huh. made of fire. Is that a bonus action? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll buy that. Yeah, well, actually, you summon yes. the. F yes, it is. You summon the flame blade as a bonus action. I actually do. <laughs> And then what do you do with your main action? Well, I'm going to try and stab through the sheet to make an air hole. Ooh. So I'm just going to kind of aim for as close to the middle-ish as I can, so hopefully, hopefully it's go through. Avoid, avoid the us yeah, between the bodies. Well, that crossed. is a solid hit. Uh, how much damage does your flame blade a do? flame blade does 3d6 fire damage. Uh, it's dead. Yeah, piece of cake, yeah. <laughs> However, uh, I'm going to do some percentage dice for if you stab Jeffrey or Bagsy. What do we What do we feel like? Are we feeling 50-50? Bagsy's way bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, but I'm heavily armed no, no, sorry, and you're wearing a silk shirt. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, <laughs> this is 50-50 if he hits anyone. If he does hit someone, then there'll be a chance for Oh, him. okay, that's all right then. So somebody's getting hit. <laughs> She's Sorry. way bigger than me. <laughs> I'm wearing armor. You're wearing a silk shirt. 
I'd so th- then you're even bigger, if anything. It's it's Bagsy, Bagsy. Oh, oh, Bagsy, you shame. take nine damage. It's not very much. Still healthier than me. There's a strange <laughs> shriek as the creature dies and it's like kind of like deflates, and suddenly the suction is released and you can breathe again, and your basilisk powder goes everywhere. Ah <sighs> oh, shit! Uh, the creature is dead, oh. and everyone's a bit taken aback. Sparkly spark sparks is like, oh, I, what did I miss? Well, you did fuck all. Uh, I, 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 I wasn't sure if I could whip it. I, no, I, I turn to Sparkly Sparks and I say, Sparkly, it was me. I slained the beast. <laughs> <laughs> it was all me. Well done, Mouthfoot. And then I, I, I That's why right. you're our leader. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> right, Sparkly. And then I ride off through the corridor. Which is down the corridor? Yeah, I just I just go okay. down the corridor with my pony. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what, what's every, how's everyone else doing? Uh, you I mean, did it? Is that guy just down the corridor? He's just all right. He's he's made he's made a, an undramatic end exit. Uh, I'm cool. I'm touching myself. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> post post injury, um, I c- as a paladin, I can heal uh-huh. myself, um, like the aunt that I didn't heal. Um, yep. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna heal myself back to health. Um, you do that. Have I have I used uh, did all the basilisk powder? Well, I've got a little bit left. Ah, uh, you got a little bit left. Oh, cool, cool, cool. All right. I well mean, it was mostly sh- for comic effects. Yeah. Should we? Should we laugh? Follow? I mean, he's no. He's down. He's, he's <laughs> on his little pony. I mean, he's oh, um, we, we we're we're gonna follow. We're oh. gonna follow him. Or you could not, because I have a, an idea. So what? maybe don't. Oh no! It's no, we're we're Mouthford's Marauders. Um, we gotta follow him. He's is, he's is that your name? Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> do, what, do you guys have a name? A group name. Yeah. Yeah. What? What is it? <laughs> what is it? Jeffrey Banjo and the Haphazards. Oh. <laughs> oh, so y- you're the leader? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, guys. <laughs> um, I mean, you could follow him, but there's this door that's super interesting, and it's got a tiny slot. <laughs> <laughs> And I just I just think we should explore this tiny slot door. Um because it's yeah. Uh I've got good vibes about it. <laughs> Come with us if you want to leave. <laughs> uh, Malford. <laughs> shout after Ma- Malford. Malford. What? Malford, we're going to look in the little door here. It's on the left. That it's uh, on the no, right. It's, it's on the right. Well, yeah. he, his left. Yeah, uh, it's on his left. I yeah. sort of, I sort of trail back, and and then I go back into their direction towards the right, and I go, I knew that. I knew that. I was going in that direction anyway. So, how do you want? What do you want to do with this door and, and the tiny slot? Jeffrey, have you got your li- a little? What's the little doohickey you found? Your little geezer, little fella, little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still yeah. So it was in the Maychan the entire time, just hovering over the sheet. And uh, I want to be like, oh, oh, hey, hey, ah, oh, 
Shove I've it in there idea, already. Guys. <laughs> got an idea. Yeah, all right. Uh, and yeah, and I pop it in the hole and see if it fits. It does indeed Ooh. fit. Ooh. As you shove it into the hole, it vanishes uh, into it. And then there's a strange whirring, a click, and the door vanishes upwards into the ceiling. What lies beyond the second door that we've opened in today's show? (laughs) (laughs) Will Mouthford take credit for finding out how to open the door? (laughs) What was that strange blanket creature and why doesn't anyone care what it is? (laughs) This is one of the core mysteries of the module is all the weird monsters and none of you care. It's just another Monday! (laughs) And what is this strange metal dungeon? Possibly some of these questions, but probably not all of them, answered after the break! You've been listening to the Tales of Adventure podcast. The Dungeon Master was played by Steve Clements. Bagsy Badley by Alice Taylor Matthews. Reverend Hatchet by Tom Bridges. Trim Tosscobble by Cat Murphy. And Jeffrey Banjo by Steve Brown. Follow us on Twitter at at Tales underscore Adventure. On Facebook at Official TOA Show. And join us in the audience with tickets from improvtheatre.co.uk. See you next time for some more... Tales of Adventure!